If you have not checked out thecircuitverse.com, then what are you doing? Go check it out while you're listening to this episode. Okay, go check it out. We've got lots of stuff on sports, pop culture, the Oscars, the NFL playoffs, everything. Go check it out while you're listening to this show. But most importantly, enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to Movies and Podcorn. As always, I'm your host, Adam, and I am joined by... Joey. And what film are we here to discuss tonight, Joey? We are here to discuss a good dinosaur, or the good dinosaur, rather. <laughs> yes, the good dinosaur. Um, 2015 Pixar film. And uh, Joey, what are your uh, what are your taste buds for this movie? What do you think of it? I don't know. I, I, I had an interesting time processing this movie um i don't know i thought i thought it was very i I had a hard time getting a grasp on what was going on Mm. um because of i don't know it it just it was very odd to me like you know we see in the beginning we see the comet which misses earth and it's like okay so it's going to be like you know dino it's just going to be like the dinosaurs like living on Mm. but what, what what got to me was like that the dinosaurs were like farming and stuff like that that just that was like odd to me they were living in a house like they had a house yeah hey so so it's almost like you know like early civilization for people but it was just dinosaurs um which was really weird for me i don't i don't know why um they went that direction with it you know i feel i feel like this movie would have been you know i feel like the story could have come across without that i thought it was just kind of interesting they had that in there yeah you know like we see the t-rexes they were like herding cattle yeah that was Um, strange that was bizarre but but do you know what i mean like i feel like the movie could have gotten whatever its point was across just by having them be dinosaurs yeah for sure um i'm i'm just not a big fan in general of the whole storyline where like character gets lost like literally lost and needs to find their way home and that was like the whole point of the movie was him just like getting home i don't really care for all that all that much um i and uh, neither of us had ever seen this movie before i assumed before watching it that it was going to be like pixar pulling some chicanery and like the com or the comet hits earth and like arlo's the last dinosaur left mm-hmm. and he's and he has to like make his way in the world with the humans but that wasn't it at all. It was it was like early human, but I don't understand how that even happened with the dinosaurs. Like, would we be here if it weren't for dinosaurs? If they were still around, would we even have existed? I don't know because after after the um, the comet was when kind of mammals started to uh, take over as the main you know animals on the on the earth. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, there might have been some mammals during that. See, this is, I'm not like super uh, informed on this subject, but I, I feel like maybe there were like a few mammals during the dinosaur period, but I feel like they were very low on the predatory list. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends on like what your beliefs are. I guess if you think humans would have come around or not. Um, but, yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, this movie was very just meh to me, you know, like, and I'm going to actually pay cars to a compliment here. I know we trash on that movie 
all the time. I'm going to pay it a compliment. At least I felt something during that movie. Like that movie makes me mad because it is horrible. But like, I remember it and I know Cars 2. This movie left zero impression on me. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. <laughs> it was just like, it's just there. It's not a bad movie per se, but it's just like, meh, it's there. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just just like that, that was kind of weird. And then like, I don't know, the, the thing, the, the only like kind of real thing I picked up on is, you know, like through his process of getting home, he kind of toughens up a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, you know, I get, you know, his father dying and he was like mad at the kid. Mm. Uh, you know, I understand that. And I understand, you know, how they, oh, they became fr- friends later on. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird to me. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things going that didn't need to. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It was just, it was just weird. Yeah, it definitely had a, it had a few plot lines and I didn't particularly care about any of them. So yeah not great um we didn't get we didn't get any like i think another thing i thought that was weird we didn't get any like check-ins with the home front while he was gone sure they didn't yeah. seem to care too much it felt like until the you end know what I'm like like once in a while like for example like in toy story 2 uh when they go to find woody we still get like a check-in once in a while of how the other toys are doing back to the house true that's a good that's a good uh good call yeah and and in this movie you know i i almost at one point I had forgotten. It's like, Oh, he, you know, like I, in my head, I knew he was going home, but it's like, what's happening at home. Like the last time we saw the mother was like struggling to, you know, keep up the the crops and stuff. Well, you know, she needed Arlo to step up and now he's gone. So like now what's happening? Where are the kids? We don't even see the other, his siblings mm-hmm. after he like leaves really. So I don't know. And then, you know, when he gets home, we don't really see anything after that. It's just, he gets home and then that's, that's the movie. Yeah, that's a good that's a good uh good thought and one of the reasons why I do not like that type of movie. Mm. Um I would say yeah, I'd say my taste buds for this are like rice. You know, now I happen to like rice more than I like the good dinosaur, but rice is just kind of like it doesn't have much of a taste, it's just there on the plate, you know. It's yeah. Like, it's not bad. It's not going to take away from the meal, but it's just, you know. I don't get excited for rice, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not like, yes bring out the right unless it's at kobe steakhouse then then that's good guys understandable uh all right let's jump into uh kernels and buckets where we talk about characters and scenes from the movie who is your first colonel joey i had uh the it's not there's no name it's just papa the uh the father dinosaur yep i don't know i kind of i kind of liked him um i think his death was a little unnecessary hmm. if I'm being complete and take this as a hot take if you will um but I don't know I, I feel like the movie could have still gotten its message across with him in it I don't think he had to die because hmm. when we look at it you know he even with him trying to show Arlo the way it's it makes it clear that Arlo was not going to learn any of these skills without getting lost hmm. uh, like you know he, he releases the human and they bring him and uh, Papa brings him to, you know, find the humans. They can kill him. And they, you know, he dies on the trip. But Arlo is also like on this trip. He's not like excited to go find the human and like correct his mistake. He's kind of scared and lagging behind. And 
you know, I think, and and so we 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 know that he needs this trip to, you know, this this getting lost and trip back home to become what he became. But I don't know. I feel like the father didn't have to necessarily die for that to come across. Um, but yeah, I thought the father was a good character. You know, he only had a few minutes, but yeah, uh, that scene, his death scene, reminded me a whole lot of uh, the Lion King when Mufasa died. Kind of. Yep. Um, obviously, this is nowhere near the same level as Lion King, but uh, I got Mufasa vibes from that. Um, yeah, I liked Papa. I think Papa might have been my favorite dinosaur of the of the family, at least. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I didn't pick him. I picked Arlo, and I think I picked Arlo just out of uh, a sense of obligation, since he's the main character. Um, I really didn't care for any characters in this movie a whole lot, but Arlo, you know, I did appreciate his emotional journey he went on, even though I don't like the physical journey of him getting lost. I do think he, he did have an emotional arc that, uh, that ended really well when he, uh, when he imagined his dad, um, when he was tied up, um, yeah which is something I'll touch on that when we get to buckets. But uh, I really like that uh, full circle moment where he kind of became his own, became the person that Papa wanted him to be. Um, and then yeah. he could be all along. Um, so I think Arlo had a good emotional journey. And that's about all I have to say on him. Okay. Um, for my second character, I had Thunderclap. I did as well. What a, what a, what a character that was. Um, hmm. I, th- I don't know. I thought that was, I thought it was just, it was a very weird scene when he's introduced, you know, they had that windstorm yeah. and you know, he, these three pterodactyls come down like, Oh yeah, we're looking for survivors and stuff. We're trying to help. And then they like find that little fuzzy creature, whatever it was. And they, <laughs> he just eats it right there. You know, no, no mercy. That was horrifying. Uh, yeah. And then, then there's, you know, kind of a turn because to that point, I thought, you know, he was a good character. He was going to like help Arlo on his journey, journey home yeah uh, and then all of a sudden you know it's like oh no he he's not a friend um yeah um so i i kind of had him for that and he you know it's kind of an interesting character so i had him yeah i chose him as well um i liked my favorite part of the movie was probably when he was introduced i really liked his introduction i thought he brought a lot of uh good energy there's some fun chaotic energy to the movie um, and then when he makes that turn, it was quite shocking. I did not think he was going to be the villain of mm. the movie. Um, but I would, yeah, I'd say my favorite part of the movie is when he comes in after that storm. Just because yeah. it, it kind of livens things up because Arlo is not the most energetic and fun character. Um, so <laughs> I think Thunderclap is, uh, is a shot of adrenaline in a film that uh, lacks that. And... I have a little bit more to say, but I'm going to save it for the corny awards. A little, a little foreshadowing there. So, mm. um, for my third character, I had the uh, pet collector. Oh, the rhino. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> uh, he's actually a uh, styro or no styracosaurus. Styracosaurus. Interesting. Yeah, that's what type of dinosaur he is. Um, I had him. I don't know. I just thought he was funny. He's he's kind of he reminds me of a crazy cat lady. 
for sure. Um, you know, he's got all these like pets and he names them like killer and, you know, like head eater and stuff like that. Just all these like weird names for all these really? creatures. He's, I mean, obviously we like, it's very clear that he's insane. Um, oh yeah. I don't know. I just enjoyed his presence. That was one of the few like moments where I laughed during this movie. Um, so yeah, I, I just had him for not many reasons other than that, you know, just a kind of a silly character. Oh yeah. That was by far the funniest part of the movie was when he, <laughs> and he talks about what was the one's name? Like dream killer. So, yeah. So something like that. And he's like, yeah, shoots down my dreams and keeps me keeps me in check or something like that I, yeah that was that was hands down the funniest part of the movie for me um i liked him a lot i wish he was in it. he's the he is the mime of the bugs life universe you know he's comes mm, in for one call. minute and comes in for one minute and does amazing things and then leaves far too soon um i had spot as my third character um first okay. of all how disrespectful to name name him for a dog <laughs> come on um but uh, spot is very confusing because he's a he's an infant right he's a toddler yeah yeah well he can do amazing things for a toddler he's quite strong and quite fast quite mobile he can swim uh he can do a whole lot for a very very young child and i still don't understand the whole human part of this movie um but I thought he was, uh, you know, he was cute at times, you know, he was funny. Yeah. The, uh, the scene where he like kept bringing um, like tributes to Arlo <laughs> and Arlo kept refusing them until he brought him berries and then he liked it. Um, but yeah, I thought Spot was, was fun, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's a good pick. One of the main characters, I suppose. I don't have strong convictions about this movie, <laughs> about anything. I don't feel strongly about anything in this movie. Um, this will not rank highly for me. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, all right, let's jump into buckets. What was your first scene you wanted to talk about? Uh, I like this. Uh, one of the first scenes where the, uh, the eggs are hatching. Mm. Um, it gave me surfs up vibes from whenever um at the beginning you, you've seen that movie right uh i've seen it once i believe i was with you and i remember extremely little of it but yes i've seen it so yes so um that's one of my favorite like animated movies like mm -hmm. animated like younger kid movies i guess um and i really liked it because um i i really liked i, I liked this scene because it reminded me of a scene from that movie where um the mother is kind of explaining how Cody, you know, how he was growing up, how he wanted to always surf. And yeah. uh, they show a picture of their two eggs. Uh, and then Cody's brother, Glenn, is like the big brother. And when I say big brother, he's like huge compared <laughs> to Cody. And then they show the eggs. Yeah. And the eggs, when they hatched, uh, Cody was in this like, he was in, his egg was the same size as Glenn's, but it was like, you know, he was like a little stick. And then Glenn was like taking up the entirety of the egg. Mm. And it was just really funny. And the scene reminded me of that where, you know, you got the two smaller eggs uh, and two, you know, normal looking dinosaurs came out. And then Arlo had the huge egg and they thought it was going to be a big dinosaur. And he was like tiny. I thought that was kind of funny. I, I liked that part. 
Uh, and it reminded me of Surf's Up. Um, so that's my first scene. Yeah, that was a fun scene. I was I was very concerned when the egg hatched and it was it looked empty. And I thought they were going like miscarriage for a second. And I was like, wow, this is going dark for a Pixar film. Like, why would they do that? Why would they put that in there? Uh, but then it was just a small dinosaur. So I was quickly relieved. Um, but yeah, that's a good scene. Buck was nuts. Buck, Buck was just a menace, just ramming his head off of everything. And <laughs> uh, he reminded me of a, I feel like what you were when you were younger. Not like that little, but you know, like 12, 13 years old, you know, just a menace. Yeah, hitting people with sticks. <laughs> yeah. no, that's a good scene. Um, my first scene was when Arlo and Papa were in the field with the light bugs, the lightning bugs. Okay. And he, he uh, Papa like dragged his tail and showed Arlo all the lights. Um, I really liked that scene. You know, as I mentioned before in the Up podcast, I'm a sucker for father son relationships. Um, this one was done much better than Up, I thought. Um, but I liked it. it. It showed that even though Papa is kind of like frustrated with Arlo and might not respect him as much as Arlo wants him to, it shows him that, you know, he still, still loves him and so can connect with him. Um, so and i thought the image was really cool um, really beautiful image so yeah shows that um yeah it's a good one i actually i had that one too for different reasons um yeah like like i, I get what you say uh you know even though he's frustrated it's you know they're still connecting yeah um and he's trying to help you know he's trying to show arlo that he can he can be more than what he is um but I also kind of had this. This is the moment of the movie where I realized that Papa was going to die. Okay. Just, just because of how the moment was, you know. I don't know. I just kind of have a sense for that. Like, you know, it's like, oh, they're having a good time. You know, he's trying to make Arlo into something that he's not ready to be yet. Mm. And it's kind of one of those things, you know. It, it's just that some elements were lining up, and I was like, yeah, I think, I think he's gonna before you know before this is over, he's gonna be dead. All right. Um. So I had I had that because it was just a scene where I was able to determine like part of what the future of the movie is going to hold. Mm, yeah, nice. Um, I did not catch that, but that's a good catch from you. It's a good call. Uh, so that was your second scene or one of yeah. your scenes? Right. Yeah. Uh, my second scene was the herd scene with the T-Rexes and the cattle. Um. I just have so many questions. I, I, do you know why they're herding these cattle? I, I'm guessing that they own them. But I, yeah, see, I, this is another thing. You know, it's like they're ranching the cattle, but you know, they're dinosaurs. Yeah. Are you know, they eating the cattle? Sense. Huh? Are they eating these cattle? I'd imagine. I mean, they're. You know, and it kind of makes sense in that that aspect. You know, it's like, oh, they keep all these cows and then they just devour them. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I thought that scene, I mean, I thought it was a fun scene. Um, I just had a lot of questions about it. I didn't really understand it. And, but I thought it was cool for Arlo and Spot. They kind of, that was one of the first times they really connected um together and and you could see their friendship really bonding in that in that scene and and the t-rexes are cool i like them that was a fun family to be around 
more fun than the dinosaur family i thought um, yeah so. yeah i'd agree and it was like it was definitely it was the most action in the movie too um with the whole thing with like thunderclap leading into that scene and then the yeah uh, and, uh, you know shout out shout out sam elliott for playing butch one of the t-rexes right yo good call thank you for mentioning that because i was waiting i forgot but i was waiting for you to mention that this for as much as this movie leaves no impression on me whatsoever this voice cast is incredible jeffrey wright voices a character in this i believe he voices papa yep which and is then... crazy jeffrey wright is an amazing actor i can't believe he did this and then francis mcdormand voices uh mama which is even more insane because if you ask me francis mcdormand is the greatest actress to ever live um you can check out the hollywood hall of fame on the circuitverse.com you can check that out my whole piece on her but i so this voice cast is really great yeah and we got uh john ratzenberger in there as well who did he play? I don't know if I found John Ratzenberger in this movie. Who was he? He, he voiced one of the Velociraptors. I'm trying to think of the name. Um, oh, I think right. it was Earl. Right. Okay. Now I remember. Yeah, we did see that. Yeah, we did catch that. Right. Um, but yeah, so great voice cast for a, a less than great movie. But um, all right, that's that, that was my second scene. Uh, what was your third scene? My third scene was the return of Thunderclap. Uh, because we kind of for, we kind of forget about him for a while you know we think yeah you know it's just a run-in with some scary pterodactyls but i like the scene where they come back when they're on the mountain and their their wing tips are like coming through the clouds kind of like a reverse shark scene yep i uh, i don't know I, I thought that was kind of a cool scene they just like come out come out of the clouds and they take a spot away and then it kind of you know diverts them from or diverts uh arlo from his quest to get home uh so he can save his friend yeah um i don't know i just i thought it was a good scene uh textbook you know textbook scene i feel like you know there's the the they're close to achieving the thing that they're reaching out for and then you know something you know something big kind of the final boss battle come comes into play um but this time it was weird because it was with characters we had forgotten about um mm. that we didn't think we'd see again so it was just kind of interesting yeah that was a fun scene and i think that's a really uh really great call on your part it's like a shark attack yeah when they're in the clouds so that's that's a good pull um that's well because even 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 that was happening i didn't i didn't think it was uh i didn't think it was the uh thunderclap I, I just, I just didn't, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't realize it was the wingtips. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, not to brag, but I knew. Well, good for you. <laughs> um, that's a good scene, though. I like that one. Um, my final scene was Arlo when he's all tied up towards the end, and he imagines Papa. Um, I like that a lot. I, I knew immediately it wasn't him that he was just imagining this. Um, because movies that's what they do but i thought it was a really important scene it's i mean it's the emotional crux of the whole film is that like he finally papa accepts who he is kind of and arlo becomes who he's meant to be and 
uh, yeah, I thought the emotional payoff in that scene was was pretty great from where we left we left him off when he died. So uh, Pixar hitting the emotions again. I didn't cry though. For those of you who are keeping track at home, this movie did not make me cry. But if they if they'd milked this scene a little more, it might have maybe. Right. So that wraps up our kernels and buckets. So now let's jump into the squid game. Joey, who would win the squid game from the good dinosaur? I think Spot wins the squid game. Okay. Interesting. Make your case. Okay. Uh, well, he's he's very fast. Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, he's, I mean, he's kind of ruthless. I mean, we see him bite the head off of a freaking massive beetle. That was so gross. That was so disgusting. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't enjoy that part. God. Um, seems to have like. Uh, I don't know. He just seems to have like enhanced senses. Like he can hear things very well. Yeah. He can. He can obviously like smell things and find food. He's 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 basically like a dog. Um, you know, obviously that's how the movie portrays him. Well, his name uh, is Spot. So yeah. Yeah, and I think. I don't know. I think I think he's the best. I don't think any of these dinosaurs are winning. No. Um, I thought about him. I uh, I ended up going with Butch. Uh, okay. The head T Rex. I thought he would win. I think he will be incredibly useful in tug of war. Um, but the arms. Well, he just has to like. St- we could. I just put him in the back and just have him like stand on the rope. You know. Oh yeah. Fair enough. Good luck to any team moving that. Um, although I guess I would, uh, I guess that wouldn't work because then he wouldn't be pulling them either. So I guess he would have to hold it. But, um, and I think it'd be tough to kill him in the final Squid Game. It'd be tough to kill the T Rex. Um, so I went, with, I went with Butch. I didn't think that. I mean, I certainly wasn't going to pick Arlo. He's he's not winning. Um, it was really between Butch and Spot for me, but I went with Butch, um, which is good. We had different different ones. Um, so, and I and I, I I worked out the other day, Joey, how we're gonna do the final Squid Game for our final episode. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited. I worked it all out, did the math, and I think it's gonna be fun. How we're going? All right. So I'm excited for that. All right. Uh, so that wraps up our Squid Game. Let's jump into burnt popcorn where we dish out some hot takes joey do you have any hot takes for the good dinosaur i did not okay i only had one Um, okay indulge me here for a second joey have you are you familiar with the brady bunch yep okay have you seen it or do you just know of it i've I've seen it okay do you so do you know the kids uh somewhat okay i'm gonna this movie my hot take is this this movie, The Good Dinosaur, is the Jan of the Pixar universe. Okay, so, and I, I went through all the kids in the movie. So Jan is the middle sister, and at least for me, by far the most forgettable of all the kids. Just, she could not be in the show, wouldn't change it at all for me. I just, very forgettable. So Jan is the Good Dinosaur. I had Greg is Toy Story. He's the oldest. 
He's the original. He's cool. Okay. You know, he's got this swagger about him. Um, Peter is the Incredibles because I like Peter a lot. He's my favorite of them all. Uh, Bobby is Cars 2. Just, I hate Bobby. He's just the worst. I, I can't stand that, that little sniffling kid. I don't like him. Uh, Marsha is Finding Nemo. You know, it's okay. the, just the, the, the very overrated character. Everybody loves Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She's fine. Not, not great. I don't think she's great, but everyone else thinks she's great. When she gets hit in the nose with the football, that is funny. I enjoy that. And then Cindy is Wally. Just, you know, the kind of independent kid, you know, doing their own thing. You know, everybody loves Cindy. No one has a bad word to say about Cindy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, but Jan is the good dinosaur, the forgettable one. Not not awful, not great, just kind of there, hanging out, gets yeah. to call herself a part of the Brady Bunch. Yeah. The good dinosaur gets to say it's in the Pixar universe. That's but, true. You know, that's, that is a good point. Um, I wasn't sure if you'd know the Brady Bunch, so I actually came up with the modern family comps as well, because I, I knew you would know that. Um, I had the good dinosaur is the Alex of the modern family world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because um, of the five, I did Haley, Alex, Luke, Manny, and Lily. I, I didn't do, who's the younger kid, the son that with Gloria and Jay? Oh, uh, Joe. Joe. I didn't do Joe. I don't, I'm not super familiar with Joe. Um, yeah. But I did the other five. I had Alex is the good dinosaur. I had Haley is up. Um, another kind of overrated one. Everybody yeah. loves it. Everybody loves them. I had Luke is cars, just stupid fun, you know? Yeah. Cars yeah. is super emotional, not super plot heavy. It's just dumb fun, which is exactly what Luke is. I had Lily is inside out because she manipulates emotions like no other. And I had Manny as Ratatouille, which because he's an elevated taste. Oh, that's a good one. Good one. I see. I understand that one more because it's been a long time since I've seen the Brady Bunch. Yeah. So I relate to the Modern Family one more. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, those are good, good picks. Yeah. Well, we covered all demographics, older people and younger people. So there we go. Um, that's my only uh, hot take, though. Didn't have a lot of uh, hot opinions on this film. Um, but so let's move into do you want butter on that the segment where we ask questions we should probably know the answer to but we're going to ask him anyway what was your first question um so i kind of touched on this already but i wanted to know i just don't know why we don't check in with mama at the uh at the farm or the other kids uh we don't see any of them after arlo kind of leaves on his spiritual quest mm -hmm. Um, well, not leaves more. It was more involuntary, but you know, I I don't know. I just feel like we we could have like checked in with them at least once, see what was going on, and I think that could have given us more of a sense of urgency. You know, like if mm. Mama was like sick, or if she was like really having a hard time without them or without uh, Arlo, I think that could could have given us like kind of some suspense in the movie. You know, because you know he's trying to get back, but maybe something's wrong on the home front and you know we know that he needs to get back sooner but he doesn't you know just something to give us like a sense of just some sort of feeling um yeah that's a good call. um because when he leaves mama does not look well <laughs> she, 
she looks worse for the wear when he leaves um i didn't even think about that when we watched it but you just came up with some great points yeah if she was like sick or something that would definitely add some emotional weight to the film um that's a great point good call you wrote a better movie in your head than they did true uh, true yeah that's i like that a lot um my first question i kind of touched on uh, I, I, I wrote down like how are there humans in this world <laughs> i cool. i just assumed that if the dinosaurs weren't wiped out then humans would not be around um, but i also believe in evolution so if people, those who don't believe in evolution or believe in something else um they probably wouldn't like that thought so um yeah, I don't know. I, I was just confused. And there only seems to be like these four humans and there are no other humans. Um, and can Spot understand Arlo? Or not? Do you, what do you think? Um, I think he can. I think he can. Well, how does that work then? How does he understand the dinosaur? I don't know. Um, just lots of questions about the humans. Yeah, but yeah, so I mean, I'll never know the answer. It depends on what your beliefs are, I guess. How there are humans in this world. So we'll leave it at that. We won't get into that subject. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a touchy one. I'm think about, though. But we don't want to get canceled on season one, so we won't go into that. Uh, do you have any other questions? Um, I had, I don't know, I had one that's kind of, I don't know, I don't know really how to, how to put it. I wrote it down a certain way, but okay. I don't get why, I don't know, like in animated movies, this one is one of them that kind of follows the trend where, you know, you have, so you have, a, you have a villain that's kind of been introduced, you know, with that being Thunderclap whenever he eats the whenever he eats the uh, animal, that little yep. fuzzy animal, and yep. then it's it becomes apparent that they're evil. Um, and I know I mentioned that, you know, after that, we kind of forget, you know, we're like, oh, that's just a run-in. But then he comes back and we know, oh, yeah, he, he's kind of a villain in this movie. Mm. And he's out to get Arlo and Spot. Um, and, and we see them, you know, get into this fight, and Arlo has to go save Spot. And... Um, I don't know. I just think it's weird because after Arlo defeats, I'm trying to think of how to word this. It's just, it's just kind of a weird thing. After Arlo defeats Thunderclap and Spot like bites a hole in his wing, you know, he like cowers in fear and like kind of starts to fly away. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just, to me, it's weird when movies like do that, you know, you have this villain and they obviously want you to fear them. And then they just make them look so weak in the end, you know? yeah like that you know it, it makes it seem like he's almost like what he almost wasn't a threat at all and we also see that this is the point where arlo has you know lost his fears you know he he kind of loses his fears about stuff whenever they're hurting those cattle yeah and we you know he discovers he can actually do a lot more he didn't use his tail whip against the uh pterodactyls you know, remember when he was like whipping the cattle with his tail mm. he didn't do any of that and I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I just like this. I have an issue with the, with the villain, which is uh, Thunderclap. 
it's not really a question it's just kind of a kind of an observation like i don't i don't know why movies like this insist on making the villain like they obviously brought him back so they wanted him to be a villain but then he kind of i don't know it just didn't seem like it was much of a challenge really they nerfed him for sure yeah they did nerf him um i would touch more on that but i'm gonna save it for my corny awards because i'm gonna touch on pretty much everything you just said in that second i'm gonna save it uh my last question was what the hell is up with this river like this this river is so calm and so peaceful pretty much the whole movie when the dinosaurs are not near it but whenever any character gets anywhere near this river it turns into like a, a 2012 disaster just tsunami and and lightning like zeus is cracking lightning through the sky and it, it looks like a like a twister and a lightning storm and a tsunami are just like getting together and having a good time and it just it's a complete natural disaster every time a character is anywhere near the river but as soon as they're like three feet from it it's just a very calm and peaceful river that looks like two feet deep and yeah it's 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 a natural a natural wonder to me this river yeah no that's that's fair um and i agree i i noticed a similar thing um yeah, only seems to be whenever it only seems to be bad whenever it's inconvenient. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very yeah, plot driven river. Um, <laughs> so, very strange. But anyway, do you have any other questions or is that it? I do not. I don't either. So that wraps up our do you want butter on that? So let's jump into some trivia, Joey. How do you think you'll do today? Uh We'll see. It could be. I mean, this is a movie I'm not super fond of, so I'll probably go three for three. <laughs> well, you did last week three for three. The infamous, you know, the only three times you've gone three for three. All right. Question number one. Uh, what order were the siblings born in? The three dinosaurs. Uh, do you need the names of the siblings? Or do you remember? I do. All right. I'll I, know I, need, I need the names of the, the, the girl. All right, I'll just give all three. I'll go in alphabetical order as to not influence. So it's Arlo, Buck, and Libby is the girl's name. So okay. what order are the siblings born in? It's Libby, Buck, then Arlo. That is correct. One for one. We're off to a good start. What is the name of Arlo's home? The place he mentions many times when he's lost that he needs to get to this place. I have two names going through my head. Um, and I feel like, and both of them were mentioned, I think, during the movie. Um, okay. And I'm thinking right now it's between uh, Three Point Mountain and Sawtooth Mountain. Um, Those are the same place. Yeah, it's, it's, it's home, but I can't remember the name, like which one of them is named. Isn't that the name like you're talking about? Well, the two things you said are this are the same place. Right, but I can't remember which one's right. Well, take a shot. Uh I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three point mountain. Um 
Well, the, the name of the mountain is Clawtooth Mountain. Clawtooth. Uh, I thought it was Sawtooth. Clawtooth Mountain is Three Point Mountain. It's just a Three Point is just like a a name, a nickname for it. Um, oh, okay. See, I knew one of them was right and one of them was just another way. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Clawtooth Mountain is the name of it. Uh, I'll give you half for that. I'll give you half. So one okay. and a half out of two. And then the final question, what was the name of the brother T-Rex? So we saw uh, Butch, and then there were two siblings, a brother and sister. What was the name of the brother T-Rex? Yeah, there's Butch, and I'm trying to think of what the girl's name was. Um, I don't remember the girl's name. I wouldn't remember the brother's name if I hadn't made it a question. They did say it a few times though. I think they said it three times. So I think it's I wanna say it's I wanna say Nash, but I All right, don't say anything else. That's right. What? That's right, you got it, Nash. It it is Nash? It is Nash. Well done. Nice pull. Okay. All right, two and a half out of three. Not bad. Oh, okay. Um, all right, so let's jump into our corny awards. Joey, who gets your first corny award? I gave, I think I've given this award out before, but I gave, uh, I gave the Loyal Companion Award because, <laughs> I mean, he acts just like a companion. True. Yeah. <laughs> a a companion in this movie mm. um you know he helps arlo at first whenever arlo still is kind of unhappy with him um and he helps he helps him find the berries uh so he can survive he almost kills him in the process but you know he's just trying to help yeah um and so yeah i think i think he i think he's a loyal companion he's sick arlo on the other hand is very, I don't know, Arlo is very wishy-washy in this situation because I think if we notice when they when the storm comes, Arlo just like runs for cover and doesn't even like help Spot out. <laughs> Spot has to go find him. Yeah, that's a bad look I, for I, Arlo. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't forget about that scene. I saw that scene. <laughs> um, thought it should be mentioned, but... Yeah, regardless of that, though, Spot is by his side helping him and is there for him, and they be, uh, they create a bond and become good friends. Um, so I think, you know, te textbook loyal companion. True. Yeah, that was some damning footage from our guy Arlo. That was not his best moment. Um, I will say when they find when – when they're going for the berries and they're on the side of the mountain – this was the one yeah. part that I really didn't like about this movie is they made such a big deal about this drop and how art they're like really high up and it would probably yeah. kill either of them to fall. And then not even two minutes later, Arlo falls and he's fine. And yeah. it's one thing if the scene like plays it for a joke, like the character's really scared because they think they're really high up, but they're really not like that can be funny and that works, but this wasn't played for a joke. This was just, it was like they forgot that they were that high up, the writers, and 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 just like 
he fell and he was fine. So I didn't like that. That took me out of it. But uh, but yeah, Spot was a loyal companion. Uh, I gave Spot an award. I think you'll like this one. I gave him the Feral Award because this dude is feral. <laughs> if he uh, like if he bit you, you'd probably need a tetanus shot immediately. Um, he. Yeah. He definitely has rabies. He definitely has scabies. He, any of the V's or the E's he's got, and he will pass to you. Um, so, yeah, he gets my feral award for just being feral. Fair enough. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I gave Thunderclap an award. I did as well. I gave him the, I gave him the he's happy because he's insane award. Uh, a reference I took to the office when Daryl was feeding the squirrel a peanut during the rabies awareness 5k oh yeah he's, he's happy because he's insane <laughs> yeah I gave him a peanut look how happy he is <laughs> and that fits very well with but, the um, that's where I get this yeah because uh, Thunderclap he doesn't really seem to know a lot about what's going on he's just kind of he just wants to kill and eat mm. and he seems to be hysterical um and yeah he's just he's just crazy yeah um you know he he when he, when they it's just that's one of the funny moments to me when he finds that when they find that animal and and arlo thinks oh yeah they're gonna help him and then he just eats it right there yeah that was that was a funny moment to me. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, and I like that. I like that uh, scene. Um, so yeah, that's my second award. All right. Uh, that's a good one. I gave Thunderclap an award as well. I gave him the, why are you in this movie award? Um, not because I didn't like him, but he's, he just seems very irrelevant to the plot. And to touch mm. it back on what you said in your questions, you know, he's meant to be like the villain of this movie, but if you took him out, the movie would be just fine. Like it would still be Arlo trying to get home and the villain would be like the river and he's got to make his way home and say like, they could have easily had spot fall off of something into the river when it was like that. And then Arlo has to be courageous and go down and save him. And you could do pretty much the entire same story without Thunderclap in it. And he's, he's not in it that much. He's only in it for like seven minutes, probably. And it, I just think this movie, even though I liked him, I think it could easily be done without him. And he doesn't need to be in this movie. And I wish they gave him more if they were going to have him in it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I I agree. Um, I think and that I think that's what I was trying to say earlier. Um, yeah, yeah, he just he just isn't a relevant villain, even though he's supposed to be. Yeah, definitely. And they took they took care of him so easily. It seemed like so. Yeah, he wasn't much of a threat at the end, for sure. I mean, the river. Then, and and to be fair, to add on to what you said, the river is kind of what causes uh almost causes spot to die because after mm. arlo takes care of the pterodactyls the river rages and he has to save him anyway from the river so yeah you know you could just take yeah you could just take him right or take uh thunderclap right out of there and it wouldn't even matter 
What was your third award? I gave my third award to Butch. Okay. Um, I gave him my uh, favorite voice actor award because uh, I'm a big fan of Sam Elliott. He plays yeah. in a lot of things that I like. Mm. Uh, he plays in uh 1883 which is a show that i'm actually it's a new show that i just started watching uh but he also plays in the ranch uh which is a show with ashton kutcher and it has a lot of the characters from uh that 70s show in it which i enjoy um and he uh trying to think he plays in a lot he plays he has a couple episodes in parks and rec that are funny um and, and in uh 1883 is a show about uh, settlers moving west in the United States um, in the 1800s. Um, it's the prequel. And he, he plays very well. Yeah, pre prequel the Yellowstone. He, he played. I really like his character in that movie. He he plays very well in western type movies. So I'm really glad that for this movie they gave him a role as like a rancher, like a cattle rancher. Mm. I really did do appreciate that. <laughs> um, and I, I it was just too big for me not to give uh, Butch an award. Yeah understandable it's a good one i gave my final award to arlo i gave him the cte award because this dude had so many concussions in this film my guy arlo was taking it in the skull repeatedly i can't even count how many times he got bonked on the head and just knocked out cold and that you know as any football player will tell you that does some damage over an extended period of time yeah he went it does uh, he went full Wes welker on it right there and got like seven concussions in a week <laughs> true so he gets my cte award um all right i think that wraps up our corny awards our riff on the dundies and now all that's left is to rank this film so joey let's dive into your pixar rank where does the good dinosaur fall for you in the pixar hierarchy all right, so going from bottom to top, yep. as always, we have Cars 2. Okay. And then A Good Dinosaur. God, we always have the same thing. Not you know, to give away, but we always have the same thing. Every week, I feel like we have the same thing. All right, what's your rationale for that ranking? Well, I don't like Cars 2. Uh, Neither. And, and I, I feel like I, I never thought there was much of a threshold between Cars 2 and Bugs Life, but th this movie makes me feel like there is. <laughs> yeah. We feel like there's a bigger space between those two than I thought. Yeah. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, I, I can't, I just can't put this movie above, above Bugs Life, mm. but I can definitely still put it above Cars 2. Yeah. Yeah. You, sure. know, you know what I mean? It's, 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 you know, like you said, very unimpressionable. Um, and I don't know, but I can't, I can't, can't put it ahead of Bugs Life. Uh, Bugs Life is kind of, you know, I watched it a lot as a kid. Yeah. I kind of got tired of it, but I'd still watch that over this. Mm. Um, and any movie that has a character named Purvis, I just, I, I just, can't, I just can't put it very high up on a list. Hey, that's a good rule. You know, we uh, all have Purvis. <laughs> Purvis was a velociraptor in this movie, but any 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 movie that puts that name in there, I mean, that's just a weird name. Like, why would you do that? Who names someone that? True. That is a strange name. 
Um, yeah. So, uh, so hit us with the rest of your rankings, and then I've got a question for you. All right. So after a good dinosaur with Bugs Life, Finding Nemo, Up, Toy Story 3, Inside Out, Toy Story 2, Wally, Cars, Brave, Incredibles, Ratatouille, Toy Story 3 at number, or Toy Story at number three, Monsters University at number two, and Monsters Incorporated at number one. All right. So these, these rankings that we do are not based on what we think are the best movies, but what are our favorites? What do we enjoy the most? We both had the good dinosaur above Cars 2. But my question to you is, which would you rather watch, you know, gun to your head? I told you, you have to pick one of these two movies to watch. Which one would you choose? Good Dinosaur or Cars 2? For some reason, now that you say it that way, I'd say Cars 2. I would as well. Um, even though I think it's a much worse film, and I, I, I it's very interesting. I'm, I'm conflicted. I also had Cars 2 at 16 and Good Dinosaur at 15. I think The Good Dinosaur is a better movie. I think I like it more than Cars 2, but I think I'd rather watch Cars 2 because I feel something, you know? Yeah, understand. I understand. Um, yeah. So then I had Bugs Life at 14, Finding Nemo 13, Up at 12, Wally at 11, Ratatouille at 10, Brave at 9, Toy Story 3 at 8, Monsters Inc. at 7, Monsters University at 6. Inside Out at five, Cars at four, Toy Story at three, The Incredibles at two, and Toy Story 2 at number one. Uh, we only have nine films left, Joey. We're, That's true. Uh, we're getting there. We're getting close to the end of Pixar, of season one here at Movies and Podcorn. We are. It's getting close. Um, and next week, uh, what's a good hint for next week? Um, I forgot to do a hint. And that's your hint. If you know the Pixar characters well, you should get the hint um, of what it is. So we will see you next week. For Joey, I'm Adam. This is Movies and Popcorn. Thanks for listening and make sure to have some popcorn.